Welcome back to the 2022 BTC season where we can expect high speed, high tension and hybrid power. This is Donington. Yes, for the first time in 2022 we can finally say it is race week. Sam, are you excited? I'm very excited. I would have guessed. It, it brings it all into a new era, which I'm not sure I can remember the last time we had such a major change in the sport. Not Probably in NGTC, sort of like those yeah. engines when they were introduced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a big change. It's the end of the super, super tour era, but we weren't really... No. Yeah, we were children. Bambinos. I suppose this is probably the biggest change since that weird season that Say I decided that diesel was the way to go. Which <laughs> it's like two thousand and seven, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was two thousand and nine. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was Plato and um Turner. Yes. And Shedden for a random Shedden. I believe so. Oh, well. For a couple of races. Anyway, yeah, so I, I think this is probably the biggest change to what we have rule wise, um, since the super super uh, tour era ended. But I say that's well before we were form well we were alive but yeah not just the shake up in the regulations plenty shaken up on the grid as well so certain driver moves and um rookies that have been introduced which you can catch up on with our previous podcasts nice link thank you um and yeah it'll be interesting to see how everyone is going to settle in to this opening weekend Absolutely, and where better to start than Donington Park over in Castle Donington, which is in the Derby area. Eight corners, 1.98 <coughs> miles. The first race was here in 1977, so fairly, yeah, mm. fairly sort of, it's up there with sort of Silverstone and Brands as a staple of the calendar. Uh, Gordon Shedden has the qualifying lap record set last year at 1 minute 8994. Uh, that was 103.26 miles an hour. And Ash Sutton has the race lap record set in 2020 as a 1 minute 09.483. Now, one thing I'm really interested to see is what the times are like Yeah. in comparison. Because we don't really know what we're going to expect. Yeah, there's going to be a big change, especially with sort of like taking away the um, ballast um, that their cars would normally have. Obviously, replacing that with sort of a ballast box where the batteries are now held for the new hybrid system. But also having that extra amount of power that the cars are going to have, is it going to is it going to cancel it out? Is it going to improve the lap times? It's certainly going to be an interesting one to see. Um, Thruxton sort of like media day didn't really show show its full potential for what we could expect for times. No, yeah, of any sort of t- test event, you know, they're not running to the full capacity. You see Team Sandbag all the time in other sports. I can't imagine anything was different here. And, of course, they're running different setups, different weights, different tyres, you know, trying to get the best information possible ahead of the new season. So I think you can only read so much into the Thruxton test, and we're going to find out for, for real this weekend who's who's the best placed. I have a feeling I know who it is. <laughs> I've got a feeling I know who's going to come out on top this weekend, but very interesting to see. Yeah, just to uh, wrap up a couple of uh, news items before we... Uh take a deeper look into uh, what we think will happen this weekend Um, Team Hard have announced that Jack Goff will no longer be part of their setup this year um, and he will depart the team with immediate effect Um, he was set to complete his 10th consecutive season in the championship 
um, and fifth with the Team Hard squad. Of course, he is the driver to take the one and only win for Team Hard. Yep. Um, and it was there were murmurs of it, weren't there, at media day? I think before that as well. Yeah, that there's, the, the rumours started a couple of days before media day started that he was not going to be there. And obviously, media day was conspicuous by his absence. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the flagship driver not there. Not even his car there. No. And then today or yesterday rather, um, Team Hard broke the news that yeah he's not going to be competing this season with them. Cue speculation to who is. They've already announced mm. that they will not be running the fourth car this weekend at Donington Park, but they will be running it throughout the season. Um, an announcement as to the replacement is expected imminently. Do you want to have a wild stab in the dark for a point on the uh, prediction wheel for later? It's it's a case of pulling a name out of a hat. I think if with sort of like a sensible head on, you'd go, well, maybe they've got enough budget to help Senaproc to boost his budget for the season that was needed. Yes, he's already announced that he's taking a sabbatical, but we saw last season he was tempted by BTC and they were able to help him with the budget then. So I think he would be driver top of my list if I were Tony Gillum. You? It's difficult, isn't it? I know. Do you go for a... Is this the year that Max Coates finally gets the chance to step up? I don't think so, but if you're team hard, are you slightly annoyed that this didn't happen sooner because Chris Smiley's no longer available mm-hmm. would have been a safe pair of hands to put in there Yep. I can't see him down jumping TCR having already got a win under his belt and a pole under his belt um, at their opening weekend last weekend at Alton Park would it be a simple fix like maybe Carl Bordley obviously he's yeah. he's been so close with yeah. the team over the last year or so running in that other laser tools which is now effectively part of that team hard well, umbrella and he ran a Passat and he ran a BMW. Exactly. Yeah, possibly. You'd argue that he didn't really set the world alight at Team Hard, but yeah, possibly. Um, Gosh, if I really had to put money on it. Do you think it'll be just one driver? Yes. For the rest of the season? Okay. Well, no. I think the intention will be one driver (laughs) for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's really difficult. I'd I'd like it to be Bushel, but I don't think it will be. No, I don't think it will be either. So... I I really don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck one out there more out of hope than anything else. I'm going to Rob Austin. It's not okay. going to be Rob Austin, but for the hope mm. and what I'd like to see, I'm going to go for him. Although I don't, in my heart of hearts, really believe that. It it brings an interesting emphasis on Bobby Thompson now, doesn't it? He's, Depending on who else they get. Well, yes. Um, certainly for this weekend, he oh, yeah. he's going to be the main driver in that car because obviously Taylor Smith and Hamilton are in their little pair but he's out there on his own really and trying to to develop and see what he can do with the car and I wonder whether it might hamper him slightly. Uh, I don't think so. I think he'll just be happy to be back on the grid and the pressure's off in a way. He's not got anybody to compare himself against. Yep. You know, okay, you can compare yourself against Taylor Smith and Hamilton. I'd expect him to be beating Hamilton if I'm being honest. Yeah. And if he doesn't beat Taylor Smith, Taylor Smith's had a year in the car. So yep. I think that it's a fairly safe weekend for Bobby. Whatever he can get out of this weekend is is just going to help him learn the car in race trim, having had a, a year away from the touring cars, of course. Okay, then. Looking further towards the weekend, what is the weather set to be like? The weather this weekend is supposed to be nice. So you were hoping for rain, weren't you? I always like rain at a touring car <laughs> event. Um, but no, Saturday looks to be fairly nice uh, the qualifying starts uh, for the touring cars 
at uh, half past three, so quite a late qualifying, mm. half past three. Um, but according to the BBC, there's a 14% coverage of rain around between one and two, which isn't particularly helpful, because but the track may be slightly wet. Mm. And then when the race, or sorry, the qualifying begins at about half past three, you're looking at 11 to 8% coverage, so... Yeah, I, I very much doubt that we'll see rain this weekend um, from how the yeah, skies have looked for the, for this last week or so. There's a chance um, that race three may be affected by rain on Sunday. There's a chance. Yeah, there, there's always a, a minor chance. Um, and of course, Donington's known for being a fairly slippery track anyway, with its uh, location close to East Midlands Airport. Um, so that always uh, adds in a little different element. I've just had a thought. Oh, hard driver. Go on then. Tom Unslow Cole comes back. Impossible. I must admit, I have gone to the 2020 race <laughs> entry list and thinking, oh, they could work. And there's a couple of them that could work. Jiggy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not someone that can that cross my mind. And I believe he's done track days for Team Hard. I think you're right. So possibly Jiggy. Yeah. Paul Rivette. Yeah, possible. For a full season, maybe. I mean, the hard, the hard might go back for an Ollie Brown, a Glengeddy. Yeah. I don't see that personally. I mean, the other option, of course, is that Mitchell gets the full year again. Uh, Mitchell was already confirmed in TCR. Then that is not happening. Because um, he was at Alton last weekend, and he's been... Um, I saw that he's actually been trained by Charlie Liddell. Oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who fits that seat, but there definitely won't be that car this weekend. So but they might be there this weekend, so we've got to keep an eye out <laughs> in the pit lane, Sam, for anybody in the garage. Yes, we must say that we are actually going we this are. weekend. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, yep. Going to the opening event and looking forward to it. Um, it'll be good to get back to the racetrack again. Yes. Um, I think we've both had a change of job since the last time. and yes. um, um Yeah, it'll be interesting. A nice day out as well, won't it? Hopefully. It normally is. What are, you, what are your expectations for the weekend? Not just for us, for the drivers I'm on about. I'm expecting a nice sausage egg muffin in the morning, <laughs> strawberry milkshake if I could face it, um, and a nice hash brown. That's the big expectation for the morning. Uh, for lunch, I'm expecting home um, homemade sandwiches. No, I mean, for the actual race itself, I've got, honestly, I've got no idea what to expect. No. I really don't know what to expect because reliability I expect to be a problem that is something I expect that reliability will be an issue I think we'll see a couple, a fair few retirements of mechanical problems it's all very well running lap after lap after lap in testing but you can't you can't, can't simulate race no, can you because the drivers are going to give that extra tenth that extra half yep. a push you know that extra bit of throttle cable etc mm. which you don't do in testing yep. you're also going to be fighting you know, wheel to wheel door to in door in a group and yeah. We know as soon as you get shuffled out in touring cars, you can get shuffled five, seven, ten places, yep. um, and then find it difficult to make that time up again. So, yeah, I kind of agree. the 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 running of the positions of where we think everyone will be could completely be turned on its head. Absolutely. I mean, I suppose if I was, I'd expect the usual to do well. So Ingram, Sutton, Turkington, I'd expect to do well. Yeah. But it's not a gimme. I really don't think it's a, no. a guarantee. Uh, looking back at Donington Park last year, um, the winners we had, uh, just going through now, we had... Penultimate round, point. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to read the wrong bit, which is not particularly <laughs> helpful. Penultimate round, talk about yourselves, we had wins for Shedden twice and Colin Turkington. Turkington. Oh, dropped it, didn't God, he, that two. controversial one for Shedden where he pushed Ingram out the 
pushed or Ingram pushed him out of the way. I think it was more controversial Turkey. Was it the weekend that um Thingy was there and pulled him out for number one? I Jody Kidd. Having yeah. had the spin in race two. Yep. So I mean, you know the Honda does generally go well here, but to be fair that there's so many Hondas in and have been so many Hondas in the sport that that's true of most circuits. <laughs> Um, if you want to, you know, Sutton last year, a 7th, a 4th and an 8th, but he basically got the championship sign up at that point anyway. So. And he was in a rear-wheel drive car, and now he's swapped to a front-wheel drive car yeah. for only sort of like the second time in his touring car career. Turkerton, a 5th, an 11th and a 1st. Cook, an 8th, a 7th and a 5th. Ingram, an 11th, what should have been a 1st and a 10th. But of course, the weight in that car at that point, he couldn't run the weight, and that ruined that for him. Jake Hill had a bad weekend. He had, so. he had a bit of a redemption weekend. He had a really bad first race, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he got in contact with Morgan. Yeah. Um, a and 17th, then a 9th, and then a 2nd. Came through for a 2nd. And, of course, he's in a rear-wheel drive car now this year. And he looks strong from testing. He from does. Whatever you can grab from testing, he looks strong. Uh, Road Bottom had a 14th, a 10th, and a 6th. So, again, you know, it's so difficult to try and pick yeah. who's going to do well here. I think it makes a difference that this is the opening round this year compared to there was so much more at stake at the end of last season and people yeah, oh didn't yeah. want to make that mistake like Turkington did yeah. um, because it it meant a whole lot more. Um, so yeah, it's going to be really quite interesting. Um, we have got a few new drivers on the grid uh, in the form of Ash Hand, George Gamble, uh, Dexter Patterson. Mm-hmm. I think that's all of them, isn't it? Um, how... How do you see them bedding in for this opening weekend? <laughs> it's hard, is it? Because yeah. Dexter Patterson hasn't got a great deal of race experience and is and coming into the, the... experience that he's had has got is mainly single-seater. Yeah. And he's coming into the hardest tin-top event or racing series in the UK. Yeah. I think he's going to struggle. Yeah, Ash Hand comes with a lot of experience, but you know how many times we see a really experienced driver who struggles to make the transition to touring cars? It does happen. Paul Rivette came in last, uh, sorry, twenty twenty, had a lot of experience and nearly killed Colin Turk in the Brands Hatch. Well, didn't kill, but obviously they had nearly had a big come together at Brands Hatch. Yeah. Uh, and and are we going to actually say this year that the Vauxhall Astra is past it? Because <laughs> we said this last year, and then it had some miraculous. Um, drives, but it is by far the oldest car on the grid now. I would also suggest that Lloyd is a more experienced touring car driver mm. than Hans and Crease for that matter. Yep. And he was the one that had the most, or the best results in that yes. car, you know. And then you've got George Gamble uh, joining yeah. um, Morgan at Sicily, Again, which is an interesting move. A bit of a roll of the dice. Yeah. Well done. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he deals with that. He's um, fairly well known from Ginettas and stuff like that, but he yeah, has had a little while out of racing as well. But he does bring Hooch sponsorship, and we're over 18, <laughs> so that'd be cool. Yeah, you're waiting to see that on one of the beer buses, aren't you? Yeah, nice freebie of Hooch to mix in my rich energy, and we'll be well away. <laughs> and a Yazoo, just and to top it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Yazoo chaser. Oh, dear. Um who has the most wins at Donington Park? Oh, you asked me this last year. Is it Andy Rouse? Yes. Hey! That's disappointing. Hey! Okay. It's either going to be him or Turkington, isn't it? No, it's Plato, most of the Oh, others, really? To be fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Plato back. Final season. Yeah. What are we going to see from him? 
one of three things. Are we going to see peak golden era Plato? Yeah, this is what I mean. We're going to see one of three things. He's going to win the championship. <laughs> he's going to get his 100 wins or completely fade to obscurity. Yeah. I don't think there's any middle ground. And I think he'll get the 100. I don't think he wins the championship, by the way. I, no. I think he's a dark horse, but just by the fact that this is the first time in how long he's actually in a car that could do it. Yeah. He could you know, feasibly do it. Yep. Um, no, I, I think his target this season will be those 100 wins. Three more. Um, and I think BTC are a team that will understand his want for that and look to try and help him along to yeah. try and get that. BTC, I mean, BTC aiming for... As long the, as he shows the pace, that is. Yeah, BTC aiming for one of their drivers to get three wins this season isn't particularly difficult. You look over the last no. couple of years of Cook and Proctor last year and Smiley chucked in for good measure. Yep. Um yeah, I think he gets his 100 wins. I don't think he wins the championship. Although I don't think he's going to be as far off as he has been in previous years, I have mm. to say. I think this is going to be a, a decent farewell tour for Jason. But, again, it all depends on how well the BTC coped with the, the hybrid era car. I mean, we might very, may, may very well see, I don't believe this will be the case, but PMR or Hard or someone come right to the front of the field because they've got it sussed from day one. With, yeah. If you think about F1 Ferrari have got it better nailed down better than anybody else and it shows yeah yeah. Haas came out of Haas were appalling for the last two seasons and already look a much better outfit this year the rule changes so if a team gets it right from the off yeah and that's the big question has a team got it right from the off I've got a suspicion that two teams have okay and I think that's Napa the Napa side of Motorbase yeah and WSR as a trio including Jake Hill yeah and I think if you look at testing albeit I've said that you can't take much from testing but you look at the consistency they had no major problems apart from the jelly incident with Shedden um, they had no major a little bit of a wobble <laughs> thank Very you uh, they um, didn't have any technical problems particularly um, and you've got two well, five four great drivers one very good driver that you decide which who's, who's that being harsh on? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can put Jelly in the same category as no. the other four. Certainly experienced though. Oh, absolutely, absolutely Very experienced, and, and, and he's showing that he is a safe pair of hands on yes. the whole. Um, as long as Gordon Shedden's not anywhere near him into the turn one. I mean, Shedden and Turks in front row of the grid would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, Shedden and Jelly front row of the grid would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think those two teams are going to come out the blocks the strongest. I really do. I'm really interested to see how honed I do with their own engine. That's yep. that's a big question mark for me. Yeah. Um, someone who may not be coming out of the box at all, if not very oh, slowly guess. anyway, is Rick Parfit. Um, looking, looking towards um, media day, he didn't get any running in at all. Um, and he's been very vocal on social media saying that the team are trying everything that they can to try and get the car ready for this opening weekend. Um, we're I don't know what to expect really I think we'll see him there in some form oh, yeah. whether the car gets out on track is another question and I think it also signifies or signals maybe a slight problem that the Infinity is struggling with this season because Moffat only got two laps in mm-hmm. at media day with some footage that I've seen look like an engine failure um, and that is of a big concern for a team like that, well, particularly when you've then got a complete rookie in this in the squad as well. Exactly. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see whether they are 
at the back of the grid where I fear they may well be, um, which will be obviously a major step down from where they were last season, albeit without the star driver. Yeah, that's going to be the big problem, isn't it? That they haven't, as I said, I think on the last pod, that who have hard now got, particularly if Goff's gone, who can develop that car and bring that car through the season. Mm. Sutton was obviously a number one driver and very capable of doing that, and they've obviously lost him to Motorbase. Yeah, I, I'm slightly worried for the hard laser tools clan, if I'm honest with you. Um, yeah. It does seem they have problems transitioning both cars, which suggests to me perhaps it's not the car, perhaps it's more an issue with. Um, personnel or just um, I, I don't know really it, it's strange that they've got two different types of cars and mm. both have had problems yes um, does that signal the problem in what components they're trying to use does it signal the problem in what the know-how in the team it, it's really difficult to sort of understand why that is mm. you expect every team to have teaming problems but you look at another four car team in motorbase and they had no problems on media day and ran loads and loads of laps drivers, yeah 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 um yeah this um it's not looking good for them which means of course they're going to go and absolutely smash it tomorrow <laughs> and uh win win tomorrow well, they can just smash it tomorrow if they like uh, smash it on sunday and win through all three races yeah unlikely but we shall see no, we're normally wrong um Looking at the only team that hasn't changed their driver lineup then for this season, uh, which is Halford Racing with Cataclean, uh, Shedden and Rowbottom in the Honda for another season. What do you expect from them? I think there'll be a hope that Shedden can get through the season without a massive bill, given the <laughs> the cost of the hybrid transformation. It's fine. He owns Knock Hill. <laughs> uh, Rowbottom is the one I'm really interested. In. I, I mean Shedden. Yeah, last season was very up and down. There was some moments of brilliance and there were some moments of, in my opinion, sheer lunacy. Yep. Robottom really was a driver that impressed last year. I mean, he dominated the Jack Sears, but perhaps expected when you look at mm. the car, but equally, it was only his third season in the touring cars. Yep. He beat some very experienced drivers in that, or more recently experienced drivers in that pool, and beat them with, what, a whole round, to sp- a whole meeting to spare? Yep. Yeah, it was a dominant. He took wins along the way, took a pole or two along the way. Oh yeah, I remember when we saw him at um, Alton Park. Mm. He was on fire. Yeah. Both of them were yeah, yeah. very, very quick, and they didn't capitalise. So the question is: Is Robottom a possible title contender this year? Do you think? I think you probably have to throw his name in there, especially at the start of the season when there have been so many changes. We could see that car come out of the box and be right on top of the pace. And as you say. It may be a case of whether the team's got it right or not. Yeah, I, I say I think that he'll have a good season, um, and I think that I'm more interested to see how he gets on than I am Shedden. Yeah. As I think that, like a couple of other drivers on the grid, he's possibly over the hill now. Yeah, he's probably getting that way. Would you back him to win another title? No. Not with, not with the current crop of drivers that we have and on the, the grid. And that's what I mean. Which I think we were speaking about this the other day. I think he's probably the strongest crop we've seen in our lifetime. It's close, if not up there. Yeah, because because I'm thinking even in the 2006 era, you had Thompson, Plato, Neil, you only and Shedden, Turkson. They were all between like three teams. I was going to say. Whereas you look at this now, yeah. and every driver or every team has got a top quality driver every team could win a race yes and that's not true of the past no 
It's difficult. Is it as good as the Plato Giovanni, Neil Thompson, <laughs> Chilton in his pomp? Yeah. I don't know. Might be a discussion for another podcast. It might be a discussion mate. for another podcast. But you're absolutely right. The, the the talent on the grid is incredible, and I just think the changing of the guard has happened. Same. And I also think I. I'm, you're going to say it about Turkington now, aren't you? He's heading towards <laughs> that list. Just how comprehensively he was beaten last year. Yeah, and the mistakes that crept in. Yeah, I'd say it was the comprehension that Sutton won it at the end at a canter. Mm. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't need to score points. He didn't come down to the last no, race. No, it, was, it was a major points lead in the end, wasn't it? Because of the issues that Turkington had towards the end of the season. Um, so, I'm not ready to say it's over the hill just yet, but I think that the change of the guard has come. I mean, you look at Sutton. He didn't win a race from how many rounds? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve rounds in a row. Yeah. Didn't win a race and still won the title of the Canada. Yeah. And only had one retirement last season. Yeah, that's the sort of consistency that will win your title, though. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely, and it just it just felt last year when things were going wrong, Colin couldn't fix them. Yeah, and when things did go wrong for Sutton, I think in Orton Park he did fix them. Yeah, other than when his wheel came off. Yeah, which to be fair, unless he carries a small toolkit about Wasn't his person, his fault. Well, unless he carries <laughs> a small toolkit about his person, he was going to struggle to fix that. Didn't he get smileyed? Was it him, Smiley, no, and Osborne? No, Smiley happened further up the hill of Osborne. Oh, right. Yeah, but I think. Well, maybe he was collected in that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The, the point is, yeah, that, yeah. I, I think Sutton is the favourite, which is a very obvious thing to say, I know. Yeah. I think the biggest the biggest problem that he's going to have is how much does Camish also want it and how well can they work together? Mm. Can they stay friends, as in teammate friends? Can they stay civil? Will it become a Hamilton-Rosberg situation? Yeah. When they might well have the best car on the grid and be the best two drivers on form are we going to see a repeat of Shed and Neil Alton Park two taking each other off that'd be brilliant um, anyway we'll just quickly have a look at the Jack Sears for this season mm-hmm. um, we have nine competitors I believe so we've got Dexter Patterson Bobby Thompson uh, Nick Hamilton George Gamble obviously uh, Rick Parfit Sam Osborne Jack Brutel Ash Hand and Jade Edwards who do you make favourite out of that lot for Jack Sears this year? Uh, Bobby Thompson. Really? Even in the Cupra? We saw last year he came back to the minis and was yeah phenomenal. Yep. Uh, I, I think that with the great respects he's the best skilled driver in that pool of drivers. And I don't think you necessarily need the best car because the way that Jack Sears works just finishing is enough. Yep. Enough, but you know what I mean. It scores you points, yeah. whereas if you're not finishing, yeah. you're not scoring points. Exactly, yeah. and I think he'll be consistent enough to score points and good points. I think it's, I think Osborne's got a good chance. To be honest with you, the, again, so do I. I think that's a good team. It's a good car. You know, I think that's possible. I think the fact that he's stayed put in that car and he he's learnt it, and as you say, the team that's around him now, I think he's probably my favourite. But Bobby's very close as long as. Team Hall can get that Cooper running properly. Yeah, but he had no problems at Media Day, don't forget. No. He was the only one that didn't have problems. He uh, didn't do a lot of running, though. No, no, that's fair. But, yeah, I, ju- I just think that, yeah, obviously if the car's running, he can't win if the car's not running. You're absolutely no. right. No, well, yeah, yeah. All, all things fair in love and war, mm. he's, for me, head and shoulders the best in that pool of drivers. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. Reliability is also the big key, particularly for those drivers in the Jack Sears. They tend to be running down the sort of latter end of the grid where incidents are yeah. plenty. But yeah, for me, Bobby Thompson's got to go in as the favourite. I think he'll be disappointed if he doesn't win this year, particularly as he should have won it in, or arguably yeah. should have won it in 2020. Yeah, very much so. Uh, one team very quickly, we always forget... Rory Butcher, <laughs> do you? Where do you think he's going to be this season? Oh, I don't know. Because the Toyota should, but the Toyota could definitely run the hybrid system because it has been tested in a Corolla all year last yes, year. Yes, exactly. obviously they weren't getting data from it. They weren't the team running it. They mm. aren't benefiting in any way from it. Apart from it shows that yes, the Corolla can clearly run the system. Yeah, yeah. They haven't had any sort of like data. Um, sharing in that case and so they won't be necessarily have one up on everyone else on the grid so they start from the same sort of point um oh, butcher 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 do we get the butcher of last season or do we get the butcher of when he won the independence yeah. in the civic i got like a bold prediction okay i think collard outscores him this year wow that is quite bold um yes if we hadn't mentioned ricky collard son of Rob Collard, uh, will be driving alongside him this season, replacing Sam Smelt. But that is a bold prediction. It is, but... On what grounds? I get the feeling, mm-hmm. and this is purely from me, I've got nothing to back this up, that Rory is a racing purist. Yeah. I'm not sure he's going to get to grips with the <clears throat> hybrid system. Okay. Now, I could be completely wrong, and I've got no to back this up whatsoever. I just when you when you hear him talk about racing and whatnot, he seems to be a bit of a purist. Okay. I don't know if you disagree or have the same vibe or. I've never really got much of a vibe from him. I don't Fair know enough. whether that's because he's Scottish and I don't understand half of what he's saying. That's because you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he can certainly be rough and ready, and we saw that last season. Yeah. But I think, I think if he's in tune with the car, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's a title contender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not. There's some drivers I think are going to adapt to it absolutely fine. There's yep. other drivers I've got question marks over. There's other drivers I think, mm, no, probably not. And he's certainly in the question mark category, if okay. not airing towards them, mm, probably not. Right. That's fair. But again, he'll go and win the whole thing now, make me look a right tit, and you'll be able to <laughs> clip this up as Russell, you know. At least this year, your Moffat hate about Baffet, you know, your Moffat bashing might come true. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, he might. Go back to being a mediocre driver. You look like a complete tool when he does very well. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. Hey, if it raised his game last season, I don't mind. It was all for the good of racing. Talking of racing, then there are obviously three main races on Sunday. Uh, obviously, as usual, we have got the joys of a very rich support package. But for the touring car racing on the Sunday, three races as usual. The first race is at 10 to 12. Uh, the second race is at 20 to 3. And the final race is 25 past 5. For a full timetable, get yourself onto btcc.net and that will give you the full breakdown. The good thing for us is that the pit lane walkabout autograph session is back. Yes. So, freebies. Looking looking forward to that. Although I think it's going to be rammed at Donington. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might be wise thinking about taking a little face covering into the pits. Would you? Yes. Um, which is probably not a bad idea. As I expect the drivers will probably want to wear them as well. Yeah. But yeah, let's see what freebies we can pick up. As I say, we've already got the huge rich energy with a Yuzu chaser. Um, let's see if we can get some liquid molly stickers to add to the collection. <laughs> Keeping an eye out for those quick fit bags again this year. We only got yeah. about six last season. Yeah. I always need a new quick fit hat. <laughs> yes. Um, and see what else. We get a nice foam hand 
or the Minions bag you got from Brands Hatch, which had no millions in it, yep. which was slightly disappointing. <laughs> okay, then. We'll get on to the main part. The predictions for this weekend. Ah, the reigning champion. Oh, here we go. Gloaty McGloaterson. Oh, because you would have been so modest if you'd won it, <laughs> wouldn't you? I won it the season before. Yeah, so <laughs> one all. Um, yes, it'll be interesting. Um, where should we start? Can I have three, or up to three, race winners, please? Oh, uh, this is probably the most difficult one of the season, because we yes. know where no one is going to be. Which is um, why I think it's fair to we've both played it fairly safe. Yes, we have. Understandable, yeah. Um, I've gone for three race winners of... It will surprise you, Sutton, um, Shocking no one. Ingram, and Hill, mainly because of the form that he's been showing in the testing. Don't forget, Hill, Sutton last year was pole on Thruxton and got turned around by Turkiton in turn three through Allard, I think. So, mm-hmm. obviously, nothing is sacred, nothing no. is predictable, but I've also gone Sutton. <laughs> I've also gone Hill. Alagon Plato, he goes round well round Donington traditionally. Yep. And I think he's gonna be looking to make a strong start and I think he'll be there and thereabouts for the reverse grid in race three. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't even that hadn't even come into my thought train when putting these predictions down. Uh who do you expect to get pole on Saturday? I'm going Ingram, a great qualifier, does very well, very quick. Um uh, yeah, he, he turns it on on Saturday and no obviously no weight in the car this year. The big question is how is the Honda going to carry the weight of the battery, albeit everyone's got the same issue. Um, but yeah, Ingram, yourself? Uh, I'm going to go for Sutton. As you say, no weight in the car. Yes, he's got to get used to a... Uh, how many times is he's going to have deleted before he oh gets to dear. the... <laughs> I, I think he's also going to be one of the smartest using the hybrid yeah, system. Yeah. Um, and I think for this opening round where they're everyone's on a level playing field and everyone can use the most amount of hybrid that is possible, I think that will set him up the best for the uh, qualifying session. Fair enough. Who's your Jack Sears winner going to be this weekend? Kind of follows on from um, my Jack Sears prediction for the season. I think Osborne, mainly because of the difficulties because of uh, what the Cooper has been suffering yeah. in the pre-season. Yeah, and... This, yeah, obviously I still stand by Thompson will win it overall, but yeah. for that I don't think he's going to be particularly competitive this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I've gone for Jade Edwards. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the car's going to be good. I think she's going to be really up for it. Yeah. Um, it's her second full season. Same car, which I think really will help. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I fancy Edwards to get that Jack Sears this weekend. So we're talking, of course, with prediction who's going to have the best Jack Sears weekend. Yeah, over, who wins the weekend overall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. This year, we're only looking to make one prediction for yep. the weekend, um, but we still keep our three commentator bingos rather yep. than Harveyisms. Um, so, what is your outright prediction for the weekend? Lloyd's podium did really well here last year. He's going to be looking to impress in a brand new team. Yep. I was really impressed. He was up there last year with my driver of the season. I think, you know, Sutton demands yes, yes. the victory, but alongside Robottom as well, he was a driver that really surprised me last year, and I think. There's no reason why he can't build in that good form. Well, funny to mention him. He is also my prediction for this weekend uh, in the fact that he will outscore Chilton, who is, of course, in the same car as him. So much getting used to. I know. Uh, two Toms and Dan Lloyd, they've they've had a proper shake-up at that team. Mm. Um, and I think that Dan Lloyd could possibly outshine him this weekend. OK, moving to the bingo. What's your first little suggestion? 
It's got to be something to do with the hybrid system. Maybe you can see how he's using the hybrid system. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably have onboard footage yeah. of where you see that little blue light come off on the dashboard um, and pressing the button on the wheel. It'll be interesting to see what the cockpit cams will look like this year. I've got an image of sort of Harvey going down the Jamie Cowgirl of if you just pause it there you'll see the blue light come on yeah yeah uh, i'm gonna go for there'll be some contact there'll be some rubbing and they'll be laughing and go, ho, 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 we've missed this haven't yep. we yeah 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 you can see that coming uh i'm gonna someone's gonna mention the fact that Sutton's only one championship in a rear wheel drive so this was a new chance for him to win it in a front wheel drive but you know so along that line oh uh, you mentioned Sutton. my second one is track limits at the old hairpin um, a corner where we see quite a few people running wide, trying to carry as much speed as possible. Well, of course, these only apply to race day. Yes. So if he says it during qualifying, no, not having no it. Nice. No nice. having it. Uh, and finally, Jason's old hat at this. <laughs> there'll be he'll be defending something or or not or you yeah. know, doing an overtake. And then you see how he positions his car. Jason's old hat at this. He knows where to put the car. You better hope that he doesn't have a weekend like Snetterton last year, where he was non-existent. He decides that he doesn't want to turn up. It's, going to, <laughs> it's much warmer in the pit lane. Yeah. Um, and then mine harks back to a little bit from last year, where we saw Coppice as probably the most popular overtaking place. Yep. Um, certainly the one with most controversy with um, the Ingram and Shedden move. Uh, so, yeah, those are... Those are the predictions. We'll see how they turn out for the weekend. Very much looking forward to going. Mm. Um, and it will be good to uh, see the cars on track again. And if you spot us and want to come say hi, we don't bite. Sam might even sign you an autograph if you've got anything. That you, uh, oh, I'll have, have to get to practicing hand. on that then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have, you know, Sam will have his own Sharpie. He carries it with him at all times just in case he's <laughs> recognised as local Tesco. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to the weekend. Anything to add? It's just annoying it's come on such a big weekend of sport. Yes, I know. But we, yeah. we don't need to talk about football, though. So. Well, it's football, there's snooker, there's F1. F1, yeah. Then, you know, there's about a million things on this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of catching up on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, looking forward to it. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you have uh, a safe trip up there and uh, enjoy the day. And um, we'll be back with you most likely on the Tuesday after. Um, with a review podcast to uh, tell you how the weekend's gone. Cheerio. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com.